So I was talking to the third gen. I was talking to the third gen. I think Friday night. Oh no, yeah, Friday night I was in the other place. Wednesday night. And we got to a place in the world. I wanted to settle down and just time me. So we got to a place in the world where I told them that you may not be children of rich people, but you are rich children. So if you see the shirt this morning that we are wearing, because I belong to the third gen. If you see our shirt this morning, what we're saying, love you too. What we're saying is, it, it, it's not just let's big up ourselves. We came to a realization in the world that even though I cannot choose where I was born, I can choose where I will die. Where I was born is not my choice. But where I will die, nobody's going to choose that for me. No nation is going to choose that for me. No husband or wife is going to choose that for me. No culture is going to choose that for me. Is anyone in agreement with me this afternoon? I was born into a culture. Pastor Dami said they kidnapped people in Nigeria. Have you been kidnapped before? Pastor Ben, sorry. But on a serious note, it's Ghanaian. Oh, so it's an attack. Oh, so we're going to do this. It's going to be very, very long for you guys. I want us to start with Hebo. I want to say, come guys, look at... Is that what did I do? Is that what did I do? So if you read the scriptures, read the scriptures for me. For you know, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. For we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Go that on. Though he was rich. That though he was rich. Yet for your sake, for the sake of you and I, uh -huh. he became poor. He became poor. So that you, through his poverty, might become rich. This is what this is based on. When we talk about rich kids, it's the function and the factor of number one, what you know. Don't. For we know the grace. So it is not what I was born into. It is what I knew. So what does the culture do or our culture do? It makes us know not the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. It makes us know our culture. So you know you are Nigerian. You know you are Ghanaian. So look at the world today. We know everything. The only thing we don't know is the grace. And this is where prosperity is. Please, those who say Christianity is licensed to poverty, the question you must ask is, is this really in the Bible? And we've got to examine this so that those of you who wear that shirt, rich kids, you can understand what I'm saying to you because your generation and ours must change the face of the world. We must not just build a movement, we must build eternal monuments that changes people's lives. The price to pay for that is what is called spark nation. It's the price for a new world. Is a price for a new generation. Some people 
have to pay that price. And the scripture this morning, and that's my assignment to this generation, is more like God says, go to the poorest oh, and show them. So don't worry if Spark does not look like other churches. Other churches exist before us. They've done worship. Some of them know how to worship more than us. Some of them know how to pray more than us. Some of them even know how to make things perfect more than us. But God did not call us to do what they did already because the world remained the same. And if we're going to change the world, we cannot be who they are. There is a new call, a new assignment. Something that God is doing in our midst that even I have not figured out. I'm just following. But what I know for sure is that things cannot remain this way. Things cannot keep going this way. Those who are running from this cart or, or mouse, you will soon be sent outside. If you distract me one more time, I can see you. One more distraction... And you will be outside. I promise you that. I said, but it's a rat. Yeah, just look at me. We'll go away. It's not going to bite you. These are your areas. You live here. You live here. So don't, don't, don't listen. Since you want us to go there, we might as well. Because I've let you go the first time. You know where you live. Don't do it. Okay, I'll leave it. If you distract me one more time, we're just going to go to your area. Stop behaving like children of rich people. If a rat passes by, you step on it. No, 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 don't do that. I don't care. I really don't care. I'm telling you now. This is East London. You see, my daughter sees a flyer and starts doing like... So come. When you see a flyer, you take it and you drop it and you put it under your feet. What are you doing? Well, she may not understand now, but she will grow into because I don't want her to be like this. You used to keep knife for your boyfriend. Think running from a cat or rat makes you westernized. Look at this scripture. So focus now. They've taken the rat. They've killed it. Is this London? This is London as a matter of... Even St. Paul had rat, right? Uh -huh. So it's London. Imagine someone saying, I'm the lion of the tribe of Judah. Then you see a rat. And you're running. Okay, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not coming after you for running from a rat. For you know the grace. I need focus now. I want to pray for two people here today. Listen to me. When I make the call, I want you to be the first two that will be outside here. Listen. There's a lifestyle that needs to change. And I keep seeing these two brothers, and God told me, if you don't pray for them today, they will not see 2020. Everything they do, they've got to renounce, and we've got to come to the cross together, and God will cleanse. So I'm just looking for two souls. I prayed for two souls today. Don't bother about the rat in London City. Bother about the fact that 16-year-olds are killing 15-year-olds. 
I'm coming back to this scripture in a moment. But about the fact that I was watching a preacher preach on, he said, oh yeah, but London is a stabbing city. He even demonstrated it. So you said they kidnap in Africa, but London is a stabbing city. He said, it's not, well, you can't say it's not that bad if 15-year-olds die on the street and every of their family members stay quiet. And so, what God told me to show this generation is this grace. That if a 14-year-old or a 15-year-old understands it, this is the only way. So, that's the kind of city we live in. And for that to be solved, government at the top needs to regulate how they are helped. Because when it is in the end of Spark Nation, 15-16 is underage. Well, if it is in the end of the criminal justice system, it's a criminal. It needs a permit or whatever they sign, whatever that thing is. If it is in the end of Spark Nation, but if it is in the end of police, Boris is going to build 10,000 more prison space. I need you to think about what I want to talk about in a moment so that we see our escape way out of poverty. Spark Nation is neither a movement nor just a church. It has a church in it. A church is part of it. But the call of God for you is a culture. The kingdom was never, please sort this out for me. The church was never, Jesus did not start a church. He started a culture, a kingdom culture. He had 12 disciples with him. And he began to teach them about this culture so much so that their lifestyle, the way they eat, the way they talk, was so the same that they now named them Christians. The world of young people and even older people is not looking for another church. It's looking for a culture. So what the church was tricked into and what they want me to do and you and I to do is to go back to just caging in church where you read a book, the Bible, but you read it as a book. You discuss and argue it and you look for who is not doing it the way you are doing it. Will Muslims go to hell? Just asking you, are Muslims going to hell? Let me tell you something. There were three words used for Jesus in the Quran. A prophet was used for him. A messenger was used for him. If he was just a prophet and a messenger to them, they don't believe. But the third one was used 11 times. The Messiah. It is, it's not a Messiah, it's the Messiah. Now, this is the issue. So, I'll tell you why this is important. 11 times, go and do your research. I'll tell you why this is important. I need to stop being distracted. I love children. They are beautiful. So now, they use the word the Messiah and they believe Jesus is coming back to do what though? Because in their thought, and this is what we come to interpret now, in their thought, it was supposed to settle the kingdom of the earth, restore order, and bring peace to government, and save people from poverty. But it didn't finish. So in their interpretation, they believe that if he is the Messiah, he needs to come. And finished the unfinished business. That's faith. But this is what we are missing. It did. It restored government. Because the government was upon his shoulders. It, it created a church that has all the 12 governmental order in it. The number 12 is government. 
he had the 12 disciples. They each produced 10 people. In the upper room, there were 120. They had lines. Everybody had lines. They had specific purpose. God is no longer going to build a church with people without purpose. People that are ever learning. They always study Bible. But they never behave it. They always read stories about Moses. And God says Moses was not the end. It was just the beginning. God says Moses was an example of government. Moses as a man who didn't know about power. Reigned over and led 3 million plus people. Out of the house of bondage. And you begin to ask the church today. How did we come to a place where all we just do is how to be a better Christian than the next person. You know that's what the church is about. How not, and it's transforming now. How not to be spark nation. By being spark nation. Now that's beautiful. And so it teaches us the way out. And I speak to you friends about the way out as a person that I've seen and keep seeing. All manner of governmental structure. Businessmen, top people in government, and I'm sitting down hearing them talk. And what do I get from their talk? I realize that it is impossible for the kingdom of this world to witness peace and prosperity without you. Because I meet them. So I'm not just saying it from the point of a pastor. I was in the prime minister's office for more than two hours this week. I listened to intelligent people, great people. But I'm thinking, what if I have a Hubbard there? What if a Labelle is there? What if a Hanika is there? There is bigger wisdom here. I'm not saying it because you are here. I'm saying it because I need you to understand that when we say rich kids, and they I told you these times without number and I have to say it again. And they themselves said, one of your daughters, what she's doing in Croydon is bigger than what we all can do. Even those of us who graduated from Abbott. And I'm looking at her. She still made a mistake some months ago. God says, this is the issue. The way out of poverty is not Perfection. It is not how perfect you practice your religion. Oh God. It is not education as well. When we were growing up in Nigeria, we were taught if you get educated, you will break poverty. But now I see professors. Professors and doctors in abject poverty. And I see musicians, a whiskey or a Davido. In prosperity, then you wonder how is this so? I want to show you the grace. This grace is a gift God gave you before time began. It is in this grace, not in what you, not in how perfect you are. Don't sleep, darling. So, a person can be a carrier of grace and you infect your whole area. Let's choose a poor area. I don't want to insult anybody's area, but you know, I've got to use something as example, right? Let's say Tower Hamlet. Anyone lives in Tower Hamlet? All of a sudden, nobody lives there. Tower Hamlet is just is an empty city. I understand. I told you I just needed to pick a place. So don't come to me and say after service, oh, if you know the worth of property there, they can sell property $1 billion in the place. It doesn't make it rich. It makes it purging. They are purging it. But what is this grace? For you know. Now, it didn't say for you will know. It says you know it already. It is somewhere in your subconscious. But the pressure of life and culture will tell you, forget about that grace. This is the way to prosper. What is grace? Something you didn't work for. Something you didn't stress for. 
But this grace is in the Lord Jesus Christ. That when you live a life for him, in him is hidden. I want that scripture as well. All the treasures. So you and I were supposed to be crying in our community for the young lives wasting away. And you have the grace to do that. But you know the culture you learned? Mommy says, don't look, just face your studies and make it in life. Look, if you are sent to people, you won't make it even if you become a professor at reading. It still don't make any difference. And so, the culture, you know, we can solve knife crime or gun in a day, you know that. Change the curriculum in all schools. Change it to be about leadership. And under leadership is everything. Freedom to become anything you want to become. And then the teaching of values. Not the values that the parents slap you to get. The ones they showed you. Change it in school. And change what the pastors say. Tell the pastors for one time in your lifetime, in your useless lifetime, once, speak truth, one time, once. Don't tell me about the story. Don't stop talking stories. Because I'm not a child to talk into bed anymore. This is not twinkle, twinkle little stars. This is not daddy talking his child into bed anymore. This is life. This is how can a 14-year-old be a leader that changes lives? Well, that's too much, but he just took a life. From the time 15-year-olds can take lives, shouldn't you know that what you then teach them in all those institutions must begin to change? It means they become wiser than what you wrote as their curriculum 30 years ago. They are no longer silly. You, you, you don't change what they learn, but you create more prison for them. What kind of a world is this? What kind of a community is this? Parents' relations to child. And I say to parents, listen, you want to get into your daughter's life now. She's already 14. At 14, she doesn't know you anymore. There's nothing you can do about that. Fast forward to 40, she will know you again. But what you do is follow out to Spark Nation. Sit down. For what she loves. Don't tell her what you love. Oh, oh, I'm your father. It doesn't work like that. You don't impose fatherhood. You impact it. So now back to the scriptures. They've removed it. I don't know why this is important, but please back to the scriptures, please. Quickly, I want to stop now. Okay. For, for we know. For you know the grace. Of our Lord Jesus Christ. Actually, let's read that in him dwells all. Because we talked about death on Thursday service. So, now when we die in him, that's a young man or a young woman who has sacrificed their lives. You know, I've said this to you before. When a child is born, especially in this country, they already know and can predict that's why the west is the west can predict how far you will go because of where you were born the day you go to open an account they already know you were born in so 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 and kids from there now don't start telling me story of one or two people on the internet because that's one out of how many they already know what the behavioral pattern will be. So it's easy for them to shut our accounts down and keep shutting it. Why? Because in Brixton, a 28-year-old Obi does not just begin to make 200K. It doesn't happen that way. So where is it getting it from? Not knowing that something else has infiltrated the system so he must account for drugs. He's selling drugs. But if he's in Chelsea, 
it is normal because he started a business if a Britney knight then says well i started a business they say oh wow wow that's encouraging where did you get the capital So now you have to explain where you got the capital from. In Chelsea, they know your dad gave you the capital. It's fact, right? So it's fine. Because in this area, they already know daddy don't have capital. Daddy is only trying to capitalize on the success of you. Yeah, and be your colonial master. The problem is not spark. The problem is that you are enlightened. It is the enlightenment that we are afraid of. Not the church. That's why we didn't bother you when you went clubbing. Because it's not enlightenment. It's fun. It's what every 22-year-old does. But we know the grace, but let's read that so that we know that when we came into Christ, we died. Our former lives, guys, died. It's not a matter of, well, I'm going into religion. There are thousands of churches. It's good to see you, SN. It's good to see you. Thank you for everything. There are thousands of churches with perfect religion and amazing, perfect people. And if that's the case, guys, why do we need another church? If all you want to do in life is to go to church and sing nice songs and never see anybody in balaclava, and never see anyone wear designer clothes that you've always wanted and then they wear to church for that matter. If all you want is none of that, then there are many churches. I bet you this morning... The pastor will come and preach some good message about the story of a man called Jesus and how perfect he was and they're going to cry and they're going to go home and they're going to laugh at home. And they will not remember until next Sunday. Why do we need another church? When we were in Lancaster House, there were like five churches in one building and people were dying like flies in Elephant and Castle. And none of us was filled up. The only place filled up is the ministry of sound. There are people there every time. If you go there midnight, souls. If you go there midday, souls. Do I blame those people? No. Whatever fun they can have is what they are having. The church was not built to give them a culture. So Aspark Nation... We are a culture. That's why we live in our houses. We speak our language. And Jesus is not intimidated. Why? Read this quickly. I want to stop now. Quick, sir. My goal is that they may be encouraged in heart and united in love. Okay. So that they may have the full riches of complete understanding. In order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ. What is the mystery of God? Christ. Jesus is the mystery of God. But what makes it a mystery? Go on, sir. In whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. How many treasures? Four. Talk to me, Spark Nation. In Christ is hidden all the treasures that we look for in government. So when we sit down with government, we constantly sit down and say, how can we bring prosperity to our young people? And you can, no matter what they are saying, you can see in their eyes, they are saying, we don't know. I was told in a place of power this week, they said, you know, the first problem you guys will have is that we are different from the civil servants. Okay, so I'm sitting thinking, oh my God. So we have to meet the civil servants now. Who is that? As he said, I said, why? He said, because the civil servant down the road there, they are just middle-aged, blah, 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 color, 
And all they are looking for is just tick the boxes. All the other invention or discoveries to help your community, they don't understand it. They don't even know that it exists. They just say, oh, stabbings. Oh, yeah, okay. Stabbings. What was what they saying? Well, we put 20 million there. Stick the box, go on. So they will not give a, any charity here. I'm not talking about Spark Nation. Let's say OB Foundation that reaches the grassroots. They're not going to give him 10 million to kill the problem. They will give an organization that tick the boxes. And they well know that that organization, the salary and the overhead cost is already 9 million. Because if you run the charity, you must pay people. So, 9 million. So, what gets to our community? Less than a million. So, but they know, but they said it right. So, our only escape, guys, is in him are hidden all the treasures of wisdom. The ability to do the impossible. The treasure of wisdom. So, it's not hidden in me. It's not in my effort. It's not in how much I know. Go on, sir. The message, sir. Okay. I want you woven into a tapestry of love. Remove this, please. Uh -huh. In touch with everything there is to know of God. Yeah. Then you will have minds confident and at rest. If you know God, your mind will be at confident and at rest. You will not run like the people of the world run. Because you have confidence that there's no solution to the world problem apart from you. You, have, you don't carry the solution, you are. Are you listening, Elohim? Come, let me use you today. No, no, no. no chill. That will be long. That in Elohim, how do you walk with me? 21. If I begin to tell him, Elohim, at 21, it doesn't matter where you were born. It makes no difference. What makes difference now is what you choose to know. And you will have many people at 21 who will refuse to know. When they look at Spark Nation, what they see is designership. But if you look deeper, you would have seen an Elohim. And if you decide to sit with him, you will know the story of his life and why he's here. Yes, sir. Then you will have minds confident and at rest. Yeah. Focused on Christ. Why would you be focused on Christ? God's great mystery. Why would you be focused on God's great mystery? God's great mystery is not church service. It's the one we are all still knowing. It's not look at this church. They behave responsibly. Who defines responsible? The style of your air? The kind of music you dance to? Since when has drill music become a problem to God? I thought it was a problem to the community. Not God. Have you heard Evans music before? Do you know what they sing there? Why did we believe that what they sing there is some slow jam? Who taught us that? Religion. You've not heard it before. He said, that song sounds heavenly. You've been there? Finish this, please. All the richest treasures... Of wisdom and knowledge. All the richest treasure is not in the gold of South Africa. It's not in the oil of Nigeria. It is in Christ. All the richest treasure of wisdom and knowledge are what? Are embedded, embedded in that mystery. Everything is embedded in it. So when we ask people to know Jesus at their young age. We are not asking them to know religion. Yes, this is the key to riches. 
All the mysteries, go on, sir. All the richest treasures of wisdom and knowledge are embedded in that mystery. And where else? And nowhere else. Elohim can be the prime minister of UK. Why? Because he's going to go Harvard? No, because he's in the place where all the riches are embedded. Satan's assignment is to take you out. Come, Patrick. You need 3G, right? How old are you? Talk properly. 18. 18 year old. Why do I trust that he can be a pastor? Because all the riches of wisdom and knowledge is not embedded in age. It's not embedded in how old is he or he is. It's also not embedded in whether he was born in Peckham or Chelsea. The moment he came into Christ, he came into where the richest location of the world. So the issue now is can you extract and can you sell? You go get gold, isn't it? Do you get your gold from the, from the president's palace? You're going to the bush. Mud. Arts. No palace. In the rawest place. That's why I don't understand the church. They said, you just have kids and ex criminals. I thought that all that work is supposed to be in refining. When God was looking for David, he didn't go to source palace. He went to the backside where David had been isolated to. The world changes. If gold is the currency that balances the currency of the world today, I found gold because I can go to the dustiest place. And bring this gold to my refinery. What's it called now? Refinery. Site. And that is our meetings in Spark Nation. That I can take a Patrick. When Patrick came, he said, we hardly eat in our house. My dad is a drunk alcoholic. My mom is a school teacher trying her best. And I can look at Patrick and say, I don't care about all of that. Bring him to our refinery. And begin to reset. Never mind if some people leave you. It's not easy. They're coming to the refinery of prosperity. But when they go back home, some of them are back to the lineage of poverty. Don't use God as a cover up. Ah, uh, Jesus is just speaking to me. No. Check what that Jesus did to your mom. It's the same voice. So I can take him to the refinery and say, stay here. Because in Christ, everything you want to be, guys, whatever fills your head, I meet those who have become it already. And I see their outcry. Said, I've walked in this, I've walked in that, I've walked in this. Then I compare them with my own daughters who are walking there, and the gap is miles away. That's a girl that got on the corporate ladder by her own strength. And I look at mine that got there by grace. I can't teach her about corporate ladder, I just teach her Christ. Taught her how to speak in tongues, taught her how to follow God. Did that make her just a pastor preaching on the pulpit? No. He made her a daughter that is working with their global chairman and mentoring the global chairman. You see the difference? A 50-year-old man is still looking for that. So what I'm telling you is not Bible story. The things that my hands have handled, the things that I've seen, that in this crisis embedded. So what is my job? I love the second gen and I spoke to them yesterday. But you see, for the second gen, for me, 
It's like if you're here, you're here. But for you, you see this gem. You see this gem. It is not if you're here, you're here. It is we all have to hear. For the sake of our community. So Spark Nation cannot just be in talk. I've, I've heard Bible story all my life and I'm tired. In Sunday school, they taught me about Samson. And I was hoping that one of the leaders who taught me about Samson will be Samson. But they were never Samson. Samson was the guy that could ruin a whole nation by anything he handled, including the jaw of a donkey. So I look at my Sunday school teacher and I think so. All you just do is to tell me stories. How can I now believe that you're anointed? I'm looking for the anointing, not another story. They told me about Moses. The splitting of the sea is making the impossible possible. But I'm looking at my pastor, my leader. Are you going to split the sea? Are you going to make the impossible possible? But the answer I got was no. So I began to seek mentors outside of the church. Because I realized all that I'm in church for is just stories. And all it ends up with is who tells it better. And who hears a strange voice. I'm saying, God, I don't want to hear any voice. I want to be the voice. I want to be a voice to the nation. Oh, I just heard God's voice saying, separate yourself. It's a lie. The Bible already said that. God is not repeating what he already said in scriptures. It's not a talkative. Generals and armies are not talkative. They give direction. So why must I keep telling these guys, and I'm not saying it from my words, I'm using what the Bible says as a demonstration. They are rich kids, just like you are. I don't care if you are 80 or 8. That's who you are. God does not birth according to postcodes. God's postcode is called purpose. Did you hear what I just said? That's why I gave you the example of when a bank sees you. When God sees you enter purpose, you just enter the postcode. And the reason why you were born in that postcode is to change it. The reason why you're in church 13 years old, 14 or 41, whatever, is to change the world. Not to be a good Christian. That's not the purpose. And that's why I started with, will Muslims go to hell? So if Jesus comes today, now all Muslims are going to hell. You must be a joker. You must have been messed up by your tradition and your church culture. The Bible never said, and those who become Christians will make heaven. I read a scripture in John. It said, and the Son of Man will appear. It said, and those who have done good works until eternal life. I paused, I looked at that Bible. I said, that's not how we were thought. I'm not saying good work is the way to heaven because we will all have weaknesses. But the Bible says it is in John. I said, this is why I don't agree with the doctrine of this pity. This is why the progress of pity don't agree with you either. Look at these lives. If you are a fair parent, Pastor, what would I tell Patrick at again your age again? 18. Be very religious. Know when Jesus resurrected the exact date. And then I pat him and say, As you're going to be a good boy. The problem is, it cannot be a good boy without living in a good purpose. Yeah. When he was given the purpose to lead the third gen at 18, he begins to think like a 30-year-old. What did I just do to him? Drag them into the postcode of purpose. And it will not start perfect. 
But you see, his purpose will begin to perfect him. Whereas what we try to do is to make, is to perfect purpose. No, no, it is purpose that perfects us. Why? For we know the grace. Did you finish, Pastor? Pastor Faith, just finish so that I can stop. For you know the grace of our Lord that Jesus although Christ. although it was so rich. Yet for your sake. For why? Why? For your sake, he did what? He became poor. Why? So that you. So that you can become good Christians. They are not answering me anymore. So that you can go to church and feel Christianity. So that what? So that you, through his poverty, might become rich. What makes us rich is poverty. How? By knowing his grace. You still don't know where I'm going to with this, right? His grace was so powerful that he looked at Moses in the palace. I said, Moses, even though you are in riches, you cannot be rich unless I take you to the bush where they find gold. So it was proverbial when it was fire. Only those who know God will tell me why. When he saw the burning bush, it was a refiner's fire that found a gold, but it has to be in the bush. Pharaoh's palace, it was fetched from the water. The water was sent ahead of Moses to prepare Moses, prepare Moses' life for a mission, water. But to send him on a mission, it has to be fire. You didn't hear what I just said. I said the first part of Moses, we found him in water. It was fetched out of water. That is to the word that was sent ahead of him. Because he met the word here. But when he was going to be sent to a future generation, he saw God in the bush. In Kenya's bush. In Nigeria's bush. They found gold. And right there, it was refined as gold. At the age of 40 or 80. Pardon me. So we never find treasure in palaces. David found as a teenager, teenager guys, teenager, very rough, but always keeps himself good. Imagine a fine boy in the midst of sheep. Fine boys don't stay in the midst of sheep, they run after girls everywhere. And they talk about how good looking they are. Those are not nation leaders. David was found in the midst of sheep. Fighting. At his teenage age. I thank God that Jesse gave up on David. I thank God that Jesse did not play much role. In David's life. Because the problem we have most times are the people who play roles in our life. David loved the children because David, I mean, Jesse loved the children of others, other wives. But David said, in iniquity, my mother formed me. So my mom is not really the legitimate wife. So the best work he can do, don't send this guy to, to Saul's palace. Send him with the sheep. Did his dad not know that lions eat sheep sometimes and David's life was in danger? But David was in him. As the deer, David's story was as the deer pants for the water brooks. So my soul long after the God of Israel, not knowing that one day David will bring down a nation called the Philistine nation. Because when he brought down Goliath, he brought down a nation. I think that is why God has gathered many of you here. Your life is not ordinary. At your age, your friends are falling off. It's a call over your life. It's separating you for a mission. Are you listening to me this afternoon? It's separating you for a national takeover. So it doesn't matter. Stop mourning about who gave up on you or what is not working for you. 
So I look at Patrick. Patrick says, Pastor, what is the best advice you can give me at 18? And I say, honestly, stay in him. Embrace his grace. His grace is what this house is supposed to be a house of grace. We don't ordain people because they are perfect pastors. So they'll say, look at them. Even that one is a pastor there. Look at how he's behaving. That thank you very much. But we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is where it must be a house where you bestow grace. What has this guy done to deserve a pastor? Say, should he not go to school and learn theology? And they just make pastors. For the reason is this, sister. I know the grace that is poverty made us rich. So what is riches? Money? No. If money is riches, countries like Nigeria will not be animal farm. It will not be mad people's concentration camp. It won't be. If money is riches, Ghana has all the gold. It will not be a despicable state. So it's not money. Riches use money. But riches is not subject to money. It's a state of being. So don't let, but, but don't let people sit you down and say, I may not have money, I have riches. Show me the one you have. I just want to pray. I want to stop there. I don't think I should go on for Sunday. Those of us who are dead, God is calling Spark Nation to the next move of God. And you see, this next move of God is not something that we can control or define. That's what I'm saying to you as a church. We cannot define it. We cannot control it. We just have to go with it. I don't know what people think outside. Some people, when I go to programs, people want to take pictures with me. They want to talk to me. They say, oh, wow, oh, wow. Oh, wow, great. Da, 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 da. I said, but the problem is, what I bear, you can't bear. Can you bear seeing your face on YouTube or something and they put teeth? And someone said, Spark Nation stole 2,000 pounds. And my own sorrow with that is, yeah, because they just caught Nigerian, a young, younger than me, stealing like 80 million by FBI, and I have 2,000. <laughs> That's my concern, not the fact that it's a lie. And the person told and said, no, not really, Pastor, but it is his face. That's fine, though. That's fine. Don't, don't pity me. Don't, don't worry about it. My, I've told you my sorrow is that my youngers are still like 80 million. The same Nigerian, the same passport. And mine is 2,000. So I want to beg the guy, can, say, can you add some few zeros? For God's sake, for God's sake. Please. So because your story will not be, it won't sell. I know you're using my face and the name Spark Nation to sell story. It won't sell. Put 20 million there. Then I say, wow. But those who see 2,000, they already know, oh, forget it. This guy can't steal 2,000. Come on, man. So if he looks at me and say, what's your best advice? My best advice is not education. I'm sorry. If it's in him, he will know the right education to seek. Come to spend like seven years studying law. If I had people who were in him, would have just said to me, your life is people. That's your whole life. Start early. They beginning of your birth Toby and the day you die you will die among thousands of people you'll be with people people is your life what love but that advice does not fit for someone that is supposed to study law but we find all the treasures of wisdom meaning what to do knowing what to do we find it in him I cry for this generation because it's a generation of degenerates is so sick but I have hope when I see you 
that you are the messiahs that the other religion is waiting for. He completed his work. On the cross when he died, he said, it is finished. But this is what the church brings us back into. They say, well, is the church supposed to be involved in politics or this or that? Is the Messiah. The Messiah does not just save your soul. It saves everything. It kills poverty, which is the number one problem of Africa. Poverty, number one. Forget insecurity and all those things. Poverty. In the midst of plenty, the most oil-producing states are the poorest. Saviors will come out of Zion. Are there saviors in this house today? So, I've got one assignment for you. I just want to put something on the inside of every 3G. And all of us. Now, when I keep saying 3G, I want you to know that in them you exist. It's like Jesus saying, well, you know, the apostles will come, then the Stephens will come. But that's Stephen's generation. No. It's the multiplying effect. Stephen is Peter repeated. 3G should be you repeated. You know we do those things in church where we think, oh, that's them 3G. No, it should be you. Carry it out again. The 3G begins to pour integrity into the 10-year holds. Leadership. How? Because you are in him. You are not in culture. What is young people's culture? You're 15, 14. You have the right to boyfriend and stuff. That's the culture we've met now. So God said, if I read Isaiah 41 to you, it's a long chapter. Sit with me, guys. I'll read verse 1. you read verse 2. I want you to ingest it as if a father has given you some, what's it called now? How do I say this without sounding cultish? Some what? No, it's not counsel. It's like you swallow a, a voodoo. Yeah, it's just, it sits in you. Concussion. It sits in you. It makes you, even when you try to fail, it becomes impossible. Now, the reason why I'm reading this to you is those are the things that God ingested, made me ingest, swallow. At the time when it looks as if nothing was happening in my life, it was giving me words. So many things have come to try to pull me down. Many. It doesn't work. You know, when something pulls you down so much that you think, oh my God, tomorrow I'm finished. We're finished. But you just, it doesn't just happen. These are the scriptures. Are you ready? Isaiah 41. Be silent before me, you islands. You can't be talking when scripture is going on, please. Be silent before me, you islands. Let the nations renew their strength. Let them come forward and speak. Let us meet together at the place of judgment. Verse 2, you read. No way. Come on, man. No way. Ow. I just read with all my strength now. Verse 2, one, two, go. He pursues them and moves on unscatched. By path, his feet have not traveled before. Verse 4. The islands have seen it and fear. The ends of the earth tremble. They approach and come forward. Verse 6. I want to read verse 7, but I have a feeling nobody at the back is reading. Thank you. I, I needed to hear that. The metal workers encourage the goldsmith and the one who smooth with the armor. 
spurs on and the one who smooths with the armor spurs on the one who strikes with the anvil one says of the welding it is good the other nails down the idol so it will not be toppled verse 8 I took you from the ends of the earth from his father's corner I called you I said you are my servant I've chosen you and I've not rejected you verse 10 All who rage against you will surely be ashamed and disgraced. Those who oppose you will be as nothing and perish. Verse 12. For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you do not fear I will help you verse 14 see I will make you a treasure sledge new and sharp with many teeth you will trash the mountains and crush them and reduce the eels to chaff verse 16 the poor and the needy search for water but there is none their tongues are parched with thirst. But I, the Lord, will answer them. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. Verse 18. Louder. I will put in the desert the cedar and the acacia, the myrtle and the olive, I will set junipers in the wasteland, the fair and the cypress together. Verse 20. Present your case, says the Lord. Set forth your argument, says Jacob's king. 22. Tell us what the future holds so we may know that you are God's. Do something, whether good or bad, so that we may be dismayed and filled with fear. Verse 24. Yes. I have stirred up one coming from the north and it comes. One from the rising sun will cause on my name it treads on rulers that's fuck nation as if they were mortals as if it were a potter treading the clay verse 26 uh-huh i was the first to tell zion that's my assignment. Look, here they are. I gave to Jerusalem a messenger of good news. 28, and then we'll read 29 together. One to go. No one? 
Verse 29 together. See. This is what the Lord says to you, Spark Nation. Behold, I raise one that comes from the north. They are rich in character. They are rich in integrity. They are rich in ideas. They are rich kids. They will trash on leaders and on mountains with a sharp teeth. I've made them like a sledgehammer, says the Lord. They will take nations. They will build cities. They will rebuild the ruins because of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Rise up on your feet and begin to worship. I need a worshiper.